0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano.
1: 12 minutes after 7, the Midwest Gaming Classic in the books for 2023, downtown Convention Center and a lot of the other parts downtown. I saw a lot of folks here in the food hall uh, at 3rd Street full of gamers, collectors, tech junkies of all walks and ages. (coughs) That sound just makes me happy.
2: What a satisfying
1: sound. Asteroids, right? Most fascinating part for me about this whole deal that was three days, all three floors of the downtown convention center, was the museum portion where they have, and you can play, all of the old at-home consoles from the late 70s into the 80s when things were, they weren't just Nintendo and PlayStation and what do we got, an Xbox. Like, there were all kinds tons. of companies Just tons. trying to figure this thing out. So I brought Wisconsin's Morning News gaming and tech correspondent, Max Vitrano, with me. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> yes. And there's stuff most of us don't even remember nor have ever heard of. Okay, tell me what console we're playing here. The Fairchild Channel F, specifically the second model, about the same time as the Atari 2600, so like late 70s. I've never seen this before. How long did this last? Not very long. It had a one revision and was not very popular, probably due to its weird controller. Well, and also it looks like we're just playing knockoffs. I mean, this is literally Space Invaders. Yeah, uh, everyone was knockoffs at the time. <laughs> what do you mean everyone was knockoffs? Every company was ripping off every other company at the time because The legality of everything was still being worked on. It's kind of like he's explained, like sort of the Wild West. Everybody's just making the same games or... The stealing almost. Right. You just, oh, these guys did that? We'll just do that. (laughs) like the legal (laughs) stuff played out later. So the marketplace, though, is amazing. You have people selling stuff from all over the Midwest. They were in town here. And there's always been a market, you know, for vintage games and Mm -hmm. things. But like this exploded during covid And it's actually picking up. I talk with Melissa Bethel. She's from Gamers Island in the St. Paul area. That's Minnesota. Have you ever had somebody come up to you at one of these and be like, I've been looking for this like forever. You're saving. All
3: the time. All the time. Yeah. What what, what are they looking for? That's just the best part about this is when someone comes and they, you know, it could be a $5 game. It could be a $500 game. And just knowing that you provided that thing that made them excited is great.
1: Lots of clothes for sale, too. Some interesting costumes in the house. (laughs) I bet there were. You sent some interesting interesting pictures to me. (laughs) Pretty awesome. I mean, the full regalia. Hey, you do you, right? (laughs) Absolutely. I I was telling Max, you know, I'm like, look, it's it's cool if somebody puts on a sports jersey of some other grown man and wears it to a baseball game. We're all like, oh, that's great. You know, this guy's a real fan. But then, like, what? It's not the same thing for gamers. Yeah, when they put on a costume <laughs> right? or whatever. Yeah. So, man, there was a pretty good effort down there at the convention center. <laughs> right. Midwest Gaming Classic, if you missed it, expect it back next spring at the Wisconsin Center. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After a cold start to the season for the Milwaukee Brewers, the offense and the speed was on full display Sunday in the rumber match down in Chicago.
1: RBI chance form with some flyers on the base pads. The pitch, low and in the dirt gets away from Gomes. Runners trying to advance. And they
0: will. Jeff Levering with a call right there on WTMJ with the score at 3-2 to two Brewers. Both Bryce Terrain and Joey Weimer would advance to second and third base there on that pass ball, and that would give Jesse Winker a chance to to break open the game.
1: Merriweather ready in his pitch. Swing and a line drive, left center field, headed towards the gap, down. Two runs will score as Yellich streaks to third. Brewers advance their lead to to 5-2.
0: Winker would knock two runs in there, and the Brewers would score five total runs in the sixth inning on their way to a 9-5 victory for their first series win of the season. Eric Lauer did get the start and got the win, going five and one-thirds inning and striking out six along the way after the game. Manager Craig Council knows the team speed is apparent, and it's more than just on offense. You know, Bryce's game today is a, a great, you know, he obviously had a good offensive day on base four times, but I thought the, the stuff he did on defense and
1: on the bases was just as impressive I mean it's an infield hit it's a dirt ball read you know Joey beat out the double play so those things you know collectively they start to add up and they get you, maybe get you an extra out somewhere put you in a better position on the bases with with runners and make the pitcher have a little more pressure so that it's where it shows up it's where speed shows up it's something that you know we, we just haven't had like kind of group team speed and we have a, a number of players that that run really well and it makes it made a difference in the game today
0: Next up for the Brewers is the home opener today at American Family Field. First pitch is set for 110. Freddie Peralta is slated to get the start for the Brewers. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ home of the Milwaukee Brewers, beginning at 1235. Over to the NBA, where the Bucks were looking to rebound after a dismantling loss Thursday against Boston. And started out the first quarter against Philly, setting the tone early and often. Giannis into the front court, throws the Jets on, a little crab step inside, passes to the right end. Three pointer and Joe Angles. He's just gonna step in, and say, I want a little bit of that momentum. I'm gonna feed on it. The Bucks feeding off each other, snowballing in the favor of the green and white tonight. The Bucks would use a forty-one point first quarter, but things would kind of tighten up in the second half. But as he usually does, Giannis put on the MVP cape and he was there to answer when needed. Giannis has it going the other way. Six seconds to work with Giannis with a stutter step. Takes it into the paint. Attacks the rack. Sends it down with a grown man dunk. Oh, the Greek freak! He's eaten now. The dunk there would send the Bucks up 14 heading into the fourth quarter and they would easily beat the 76ers by a final score of 117-104 to 104 for their 56th win of the season. Bobby Portis, who also had himself a great game off the bench, dropping 18 points, he knew this game was big and it was a big test. You know, obviously coming off a road trip, big-time road trip out west and then coming back east and playing Detroit and Indiana, you know, having a four-game road trip like that and coming back home and not playing up to part, um, definitely stung a little bit, um, especially the way they beat us. So um, just let that sink in for, you know, the last 48 hours. And, you know, it was time to get out here and start the ball again, man. You know, teams start peaking at the right time around this time, hopefully – you know, we can be a part of it. Milwaukee is back at it on Tuesday as they get set to visit the Washington Wizards. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. Coming up. Put away the snow and come
1: on out. <laughs> <laughs> Live at the ballpark next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 723 on this Brewers home opening day. 110 is the first pitch at American Family Field. Parking lot's not set to open until 10 o'clock, despite the fact that right. some folks are out there already. <laughs> They're already out there. White. Put away the snow come, yeah, on out. come on. Come on. <laughs> White's out there talking to those folks already. Yeah. like, What are you doing here, man? <laughs> we have three hours yet. or so. Brewers roster full of young talent this year, getting their first real taste of life in the big leagues. You know, Brandon had some of the highlights here for the crew over the weekend. One player is managing more than just a hectic schedule. WTMJ's Greg Matzik.
0: He's 24 years old and a budding star in the Brewers organization.
1: Swing a rocket to right center. Get up!
0: first-round draft pick out of UCLA in
4: 2020 Garrett Mitchell appeared in 24 games for the Brewers last season there's gonna be a lot of people who tell
0: you, you can or can't do things but when I mean for me it was never if it was just a matter of when. today Mitchell is managing expectations as an everyday player and type 1 diabetes obviously sharing my story about being a diabetic is something that's important to me and close to my heart you
1: know getting at like nine years old it's obviously a challenge. You know, you have to grow up pretty fast at a young age to have to take care of yourself and have certain types of responsibilities that, you know, most kids don't usually have to have. Recently married, Mitchell has quite the support system at home. Haley being a softball player and understanding what it, what it means to be out there every single day and doing stuff, she's a great supporter of what I do, which is the most important thing. Um, and, you know, without her, my life would be, you know, a lot more hectic, I would say. Oh, what a game. Man, I'm happy when we're playing well and winning, but... Sure is nice when you like the guys, too. Right? (laughs) I was just thinking the same thing. we got a great roster of good guys. I think Gary Mitchell's going to be a star. He's going to be the
0: mayor of this city someday.
1: And our Jason Smith, he's a star. He's out at American Family Field already this morning. We'd
0: be better off listening to adhesive tape. (laughs) No,
1: he does a nice job. Come on now. Jason's at the ballpark this morning, taking in the sights and sounds. I've seen on some of the news stations, Jason, the grounds crew's already out there working.
2: Yep, they right out here working, getting the field prepped, getting it ready for that 110 pitch off. Yeah, it's all looking good here.
1: Man, the grass looks so green. I was just in there last week Friday. It looks like it's greened up even since then.
2: Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, it's beautiful. I made the mistake of almost stepping on it. No, 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 no. Man, no. <laughs> I know, the I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I did it. No, 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 I did it. Oh, no, oh, no. Before my, before <laughs> my foot even got in the air, they stopped me. So, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I can't cr- be the reason for bad luck.
1: Jason, are crews already doing some work on the field?
2: Yeah, no, they are. They're already getting it ready. So they're, we like, driving to, uh, on the dirt um, and whatnot? they driving all on the dirt, got the sweepers, the mo- I got all of that, getting it all prepped and ready. I got I know- some video, too. I got some video footage on social media. Of-
1: nice. Now, I know they rolled out the food cart for some of the new things they have at the ballpark this year. Did you, did you peruse that? Because I saw like a, like a sausage platter. They had like a big old knockwurst on there, some brats, some other stuff. It looked awesome.
2: Yeah, and I'm actually talking to the chef in a little bit. But, yeah, no, they got some bratwurst. They got something called um, a pretzel pretzel stuff um, something that the chef said is his favorite. So I'm going to talk to the chef about that more. But he said there's plenty new options uh, for food um, coming up. They got new bratwurst, um, p- plates. So yeah, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they. That's like the big new thing that um, they're coming today, and I'm gonna talk to the chef more about it when I talk to him at 7:30. I just
0: love that anything goes
2: nowadays.
1: They could have soup.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they got wow. anything going on? It's awesome. Well,
1: brat soup! All right, we'll check back in with you later, Jason Smith, out of the ballpark for us on your home of the Brewers, WTMJ.
0: They celebrate on the field in a pile.
1: Worth mentioning again, Marissa just uh, hit on it there briefly, but showers and thunderstorms possible late on Tuesday with some possibly severe. So she's looking at perhaps some large hail, strong winds, isolated tornadoes possible. If it feels a bit early for tornadoes, it certainly is. I mean, we don't really hit... the, the heavy part or the busy part of our severe weather season until a bit, little bit later in the year, but we already had that kind of wacky weather coming into the weekend. What do, what did we say, 11 tornado touchdowns? Confirmed? Nine at least. Nine, yeah, something like that. And and none of them particularly strong. I think uh, Brennan Johnson just said they were all EF zero. so Sure. The weakest of tornadoes, but a weak tornado is still a tornado. Still a tornado, yeah. <laughs> right? Still so
0: 60 we, to 70 to 80 to 90 mile per hour week. Yeah,
1: we've got that. Now, the, the threat is really larger to our southwest again, so you know, kind of like what they saw in northern Iowa, in uh, parts of Illinois as well. But we will keep an eye on the Tuesday afternoon and evening forecast with that severe weather possible. Sophia Minert is our guest on Brewers 360 this home opening day, and she's next.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's one call. That's all sports desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After a slow offensive start to the season, the Brewers woke their bats up in a big way, led by three RBIs from Jesse Winker, as the crew takes down the Cubs by a final of nine to five for their first series victory of the season. Eric Lauer got the start and got the win, going five and one-thirds inning and striking out six along the way. Next up for the Brewers is the home opener today. First pitch is set for one ten. Freddie Peralta slated to get the start.
1: Brewers three hundred and sixty is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. And on Mondays, today belongs to Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minert, and she's with us on this Brewers home opening day. Great to hear you, Sophia.
3: Hi guys, how are you?
1: We're awesome. So I was thinking of you on opening day in Chicago, and there was a shot of you on TV standing as close as you could to the heater with, with the, with the <laughs> coat on and all that. Boy, you're going to be feeling a lot better today inside American Family Field.
3: Yeah, it's going to be great to be home. I know everyone's always really looking forward to it, and uh, it's it's going to be a great crowd on hand, so it's just the home opener is always like a really fun day.
1: Hey, for you, like as, as you started your love of baseball, do you have opening days that stand out for you when you were a kid or getting excited about the game?
3: Um, honestly, not really. No, um, I I'm not sure I ever attended an opening day as a fan. At least not one that I can remember. Um, and yeah, I think just I think every year that you're in it, you you realize it's a really special day. It's a it's a really meaningful day for the players, and I think especially to see. Some of them go through it for the first time um, is really cool. You know, for them, it's always a dream come true. So I think that's just, it's just kind of the excitement of, of being in front of the fans for the first time of starting a new season. And I think that's what we all look forward to the most.
0: Sophia, you were down there in Chicago for the opening series and watching Bryce terrain, take a few steps uh, out of the dugout, walk onto Wrigley field and kind of look around and just say, yeah, this doesn't suck. I mean, how cool was it? You had a front row seat, to seeing what I call the future of Milwaukee, you know, Terrain and, and Joey Weimer and Garrett Mitchell we've seen a little bit last year. How special was that to uh, to see that up close and personal?
3: Yeah, that was actually uh, Joey Weimer's debut. Um, that was Saturday. But it, I think for all of these guys, it was it, – that's what you look forward to the most. I think for, for me personally, you know, when players come up and make their debuts, those are some of my favorite days to cover because – I think you realize just how many people are involved to get a single player to the major leagues. It's just, it's so hard um, to do. And it takes, you know, parents and siblings and coaches and extended family and friends, you know, and you see dozens of people show up for these players because it it is, it's a really big deal. Um, And to see them kind of take in those moments and for them initially, it's, it's so surreal. I think, uh, when I spoke to Bryce Terang after the game yesterday, you know, he's been in there for his first series now. And and even for him, he's like, man, I still feel like I have, have so many firsts, you know, to, to still knock off. So it's cool to see all these guys go through it for the first time. Um, and look, they've, they've had a great impact, you know, like this is a team that, um, you know, they, these guys have to perform. Um, and they've done that so far. They've been great. They've provided great energy. So it's been a lot of fun to watch them kind of, Come up and and it gives everyone else around them energy too, because you just sort of see the excitement for them.
1: What's your uh, opening day routine? then you get out of the yard, when and do what when you first get there?
3: Um I'm actually heading out pretty soon. Um, we have some press conference stuff with with Craig Council and Matt Arnold, and I think just checking in with the players as they're settling in um, fortunately, they had a workout day, a very quick one um, before we headed to Chicago for the opening series, so some of that stuff is already done of, of players getting settled in, but I think trying to go through a normal routine, and then we'll do um, you know all of the introductions and all of that, which is so fun. So,
1: Make sure you still know yeah, where you're going. Yeah, your key card works and all <laughs> yeah. that.
3: Yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's always a really fun day, though.
1: Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minert with us on Brewers 360. Thanks, Sophia. We'll see you out there today.
3: Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
1: 7.48 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher with us next. <laughs> Idea man. Old boy proposed to his girl. Okay, down on one knee, from center field before he was quickly tackled. Innovative. It was a clean hit too. Wouldn't even have drawn a flag. I mean, just you really know, good. No head, helmet to helmet.
0: Head point. out of it. And Packers Hall of Famer. Someone get Joe Barry on the phone. It's time for Tausch. Mark Taushir on Wisconsin's Morning News, it's presented by Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin yes. and Kohler Services.
1: At 752, Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Heard your name a number of times Saturday night, Tausch. Greg Pancake Hill, producer of our program, and I, along with our lovely wives, were honored to attend the Wisconsin Athletic Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Okay. And uh, your guy, Amon Green, former teammate of yours, went into the hall, and you did a nice uh, little tribute video for Amon.
4: Yeah, I... I think Amon gets, um, you know, we always look back because we weren't able to uh, win a championship together. We had a couple opportunities. But when you look at the great running backs, yeah, obviously you think Paul Horning, you think Jimmy Taylor, and Amon Green leads everybody from a rushing standpoint. And I, I think a lot of times you kind of forget how great of a player Amon was. There was a stretch from 2001 until 2005 Uh, He had the all-time greatest season, I think almost 1,900 yards rushing, and just a player that always brought intensity to practice, to games, and it was awesome to see that he was honored with that uh, being inducted into the Wisconsin Athletic Hall of Fame. Obviously, he's a Packer Hall of Famer, and it's good to kind of get a reminder sometimes, especially when you're looking at this next year's team and Aaron Jones and how that running game can be so critical, and Amon Green, I would say for a three- or four-year stretch, did it about as well as anybody.
1: You know, maybe the fa- my favorite game that I was ever at in person, Tausch, was that Seahawks playoff game where Amon fumbled twice deep in your own territory within the first five minutes of the game. We're down 14-0, and the game like it barely started. And then dude just went on an absolute tear, ripped up the field, and we ended up blowing the Seahawks out.
4: Well, I'll tell you, Amon, what was always great about Amon, we could have games where we struggle and, you know, it's the first half goes and maybe Amon's got 10 yards. And I, the, the play that I'll always remember that epitomizes everything about Amon Green is we're up in the Metrodome and we are getting smoked. We're probably down two or three scores at the half. No running game at all. You know, the crowd is loud. And you, if you can YouTube this run, this was one of those – I don't care if you don't block anybody runs, which, you know, I said in the video, it's always great. I was fortunate. Ron Dane. I had a lot of running backs that made running backs make offensive linemen good just as much as old linemen make running backs. And Amon Green basically took on everybody for an 80-yard run, and he ended up going down. We ended up getting back in that football game, and it was Amon kind of just showing, you know, who he was and as a football player and and again, I just uh, that run and that play is what I always kind of remember as what Amon Green was all about as a football player.
1: So they put your video up on the big screen, and we're at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. The hall is full, and Amon's about to go go in, and they put your video up, Tosh and you're you're up there on the big screen. And can you just take me through your decision process on why you shot that video yourself, like in the front seat of your car? Instead, instead, like any number of us would have been glad to
4: help you. Uh, Yeah, I'll tell you exactly why. I did not get the uh, text. And uh, Amon's wife actually texted my wife and said, hey, you have a deadline. You have to do this. Uh, It was due yesterday. So I kind of got thrown (laughs) into, uh, all right, well, if if I'm going to do this and I wanted to make sure I let Amon know how much i appreciate him and i don't know if you caught the subtle dig i used to smoke him in tennis i don't know if that made the video or not or uh oh yeah if his wife edited that out but i pretty much got thrown in hey we need this yesterday get it done and that's why i did it the way i did
1: all right well just so you know if you ever need you know we, any of us would be happy yeah. to help you Man, and i'm gonna be nice honest
4: with i'll be honest <laughs> with you guys i when i get those things it's kind of like all right i I'm not looking to Spielberg this thing up. I don't need to be Cameron and Avatar. It's about, for me, it's not about, I, I'm never going to be the best looking, most charismatic. It's going to be about coming from the heart. And I wanted to make sure it was grassroots, right from my Chevy Tahoe. Uh, I don't think there could be a better way for me to do it. So, Vitrano,
1: if you ever need a reference, I think Tausch <laughs> might be your guy. <laughs> for sure. <right? laughs> uh, and also... Wow, this just destroys the entire segment I just did. Matzik just texted me. He goes, dude, that Seahawks game, that was Ryan Grant.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was, you know what? Vinny, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 listen, I wanted to be a good teammate. If you notice, I, noticed, I you. switched, I switched <laughs> off of that yeah. because I wasn't going to call you out and yeah. say, uh, Vinny, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Am I, it was Ryan <laughs> Grant that fumbled twice, but I've been taught, don't show yeah. people up. Matzik obviously is like the hell with it. I'm just going to let it rip and let you go.
1: It was a good pivot, man, but uh, that's on me. What was snowing?
4: <laughs> it was, right. hey, 25, 34. You know, it, 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 it's, I understand that the <laughs> snow didn't give you the visuals and you probably were freezing your tail off. So you get a pass on this one. Well,
1: that's what I get for blowing you up on your video. There you go, right?
4: <laughs> See, that's what I get. Oh, just wait a second. So you're blowing me up or you're complimenting me? I can't tell. I, that's... That's how you have to look at things. It's because I did get a note from a couple other people and said, uh, great video. So I don't know if they were being sarcastic or if they weren't. (laughs) I'm going to take it as a compliment.
1: Absolutely. 758. We'll talk again tomorrow, Tosh. (laughs) Sounds good. Siri Lesk.